Hello and welcome. This is Couples Counseling for Parents, a show about couple relationships, how they work, why they don't, and what you can do to fix what's broken. Here are parents. Our dad, Dr. Stephen Mitchell, and our mom, Ann Mitchell. Hello, and thanks for joining us today on Couples Counseling for Parents. I'm Dr. Stephen Mitchell. And I'm Erin Mitchell. On today's episode, we're going to talk about boundaries. It's a big deal. And it is a word that is used oftentimes in relationships. Um, and we're going to try to define what that word is and practically what it might look like for boundaries to be a part of your couple relationship. Um, but first of all, maybe we'll just start out with an example. Or first Wait, of all, yeah, I have a different first. Why of don't all. we do what you want to do? <laughs> it's a good boundary, right? I think really. first of all, I think everyone has a physical, emotional experience of just the word boundaries. So I think yeah. at the outset, you know how I like to do. What is that for you? Just check in, notice. Yeah. What does boundaries feel like to you? What do you think boundaries might feel like for your partner? And then what are the stories that already start to come up um, either for good in ways that you're like, that is a great boundary or that person's excellent at setting boundaries or I like that boundary I have in my life. Yes. Or this is a moment where I set a boundary and it felt healthy and good or the contrast to that, like this is a moment in my life when I didn't feel like I had any. Yes, or, or I grew I don't up in a family like without boundaries any. and yeah. that word feels really restrictive or not having boundaries feels really chaotic or whatever. Just that. Take, yeah. take a pause. Be aware of how you feel about the word. Be aware of the stories you're bringing even as we enter this conversation. Good, good, um, good reason to pause. Um, now... Yes. Now, okay, now. So so now uh, maybe we'll create a little picture of what this might practically look like experientially. Maybe some of you have had this happen. Maybe some of you haven't. Um, so let's say we have Simone and Juliet, and they have three kids and a very busy you know, life as a family and as uh, partners. And uh, Simone works full-time. Juliet works at home taking care of the kids and household. And oftentimes, Juliet feels that Simone allows her work responsibilities to infringe on her time at home. Uh, Simone will take work calls at night after coming home from work. She leaves for work before the kids are up. And occasionally, she'll work on the weekends to stay ahead um, of all the things that she has to get done during the week. And, you know, Juliet has asked Simone to be clear with her boundaries around work. And Simone often replies, you know what, my, my job is really demanding and I don't want to get on anyone's bad side and lose out on all the progress I'm making moving up in the company. Um, this is really going to be good for us in the long run. And that's kind of how that conversation goes. Now, the flip you side- You mean where that conversation stops? Uh, that's true because it doesn't really go anywhere after right. that. Right. Yeah. And so, so um, you know, kind of the contrast of that, Simone- feels that Juliet allows her parents to infringe on their relationship as a couple and as parents. Uh, Juliet's parents will drop by the house unannounced, offer unsolicited parenting advice, and many times disregard what the couple has asked them to do in regards to their kid's diet or bedtime or screen time or all kinds of other uh, things. And Simone has talked with Juliet about 
uh, wanting Juliet to be more clear with her boundaries with their parents. And Juliet usually says something to the effect, you know what, they mean well, and who else are we going to ask to help when we need it? You know, we just have to deal with their imperfections. And as a couple, both Simone and Juliet feel like they've communicated with the other about the boundaries they want the other to set. However, things remain the same. Do you have anything like that in your life? Anybody? Viewer (laughs) out there? Uh, Potentially, right? Sure. I think think that these are two pretty common topics that mm-hmm. we hear about from couples uh, um, are outside family dynamics. That's why I made the case example. I about figured it was. Clever <laughs> fella, huh? Um, Clever. And, you finished? <laughs> I'm finished. And <laughs> I think we're in a weird mood today. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and work. I think that right. these are the things that most commonly come up, but there are so many others. So, yeah, you know, in terms of like other areas that boundaries could apply to. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, there's boundaries about like sex in a relationship. There's boundaries about like cell phone tech, use. Se- yeah, technology use, uh, boundaries about um, how to parent, not how to like tone of voice to use with kids or not to use. Well, I, th- um, I think there's all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's basically anything. Endless. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I think what is important. Well, two things I really like that you did with that case example is most couples are each partner within a couple, I guess is what I mean to say, has an area where they feel like their partner pushes the boundary. Ooh, yes. I, I really liked that it wasn't just one sided, I guess. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I think the one thing also that feels true about that is there is nothing like finding out what boundary your partner thinks you're pushing than to tell them what boundary you think they're pushing. Yeah. Oftentimes there's one partner that feels that they are very boundaried and they're like knocking it out of the park in terms of, I know how to hold boundaries. You don't. I think they can kind of absolutely get into that kind of conversation. And the reality is, is you might know how to, you might have some good boundaries in one area and your partner might have bound, good boundaries in another area. And you both might struggle with boundaries in a and B area. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I think about us when we first started dating. I think we have both moved so much towards middle, but I think you were very rigid in your boundaries. Sure. So you, um, and, and it makes sense. I think your story um, supports that. Well, maybe. So let's, let's think about this. Maybe it could be helpful. We're using the word boundary. Yes, to define it. But we Good haven't idea. even defined the word boundary. So um, because it is often... Um, a word used in relationships. Let's try to be clear about what what we mean. Um, and so I, I think the way we would like to define boundaries here is that boundaries are the rules, norms, and ways of interacting that establish how other people can be in a healthy relationship with you and how you can be in a healthy relationship with that other person. I think- Off- yeah. Well, I was just going to say what I think it's important to say also is that boundaries are not about keeping people out. Right. That boundaries are about how to safely enter how, in. Yeah. Yeah. How to let people know that they can be in your life and how you, you can be in someone else's life. So I think that that is a really, really, really key feature because I think oftentimes when you hear boundaries, you do think, 
you're keeping people out. It it feels aggressive. It feels, it feels exclusionary. It feels, um, but, but really boundaries are, are word about connection a way. Like how can we connect? Even if you use the example um, of your case study here, Simone and Juliet, I think both of them are experiencing. So we'll do who's the one that Juliet has the relationship with her parents and Mm -hmm. Simone would like Juliet to be clearer Mm -hmm. about her boundaries. Yes. I think it is very clear that Juliet feels like Simone is saying, find some ways to keep them out. Right. That may or may not be what Simone is trying to communicate, but that is the feeling. Right. Um, And I think that's where people start to get rigid. But the reframe on that is, Juliet, how can we communicate with your parents ways that they can be connected to us in a part of our life, not excluded from it. Yes. I, I think that that conversation though happens so much um, with such better communication outcomes when it's proactive versus reactive. Yes. So, yes. It, so like, Hey, your parents are coming this weekend. Like how do we want to be versus Sunday night after your parents left? And it's like, why didn't you, Hey, I, I didn't like this. I yeah. didn't like that. Next time when they come, I don't want them doing this. I don't like that. And that conversation also has to happen. Yeah. I'm not saying that should never happen, but it is so hard not to get defensive in the reaction. Yeah. And so the, the idea of like how boundaries are supposed to work is that it's a way of communicating again, how, how you can be connected to others and how they can be connected to you in a healthy and safe way. Yes. Why there begins to be difficulty and problems in setting boundaries is I oftentimes think it's because there's a fear that setting the boundary will create disconnection. Yes. And people are like, well, I don't want to like, I don't want to cut that person out or I, I don't want to, I don't want there to be conflict where I feel like someone's mad at me or I don't want to be mad at someone. And so- Boundaries. Or I don't want to lose my job. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, so oftentimes what keeps boundaries from happening is fear of disconnection. So wait, before you move on, I think this is another really good point for a pause. Mm-hmm. So what are your fears when it comes to boundaries? Mm-hmm. What same thing where, you know, we are a very story oriented couple here or orientation towards all of these conversations is what is the story? So what are, so, so for example, my, in my mind, when I think of what boundaries mean from my story, from my experience is it looks like two people dug in about what they want, not giving in and there being a lot of conflict and, and arguments happening because that's what, that's what I perceived a boundary to be, uh, where somebody says, this is what I want to happen. And another person says, no, this is what I want to happen. And there being no um, opportunity for collaboration, for exploration, for further understanding. That's, that's what I saw in my home life and my family of origin was trying to set boundaries created really uncomfortable, uncomfortable conflict. Yes. But I think what's interesting about that is I entered into your life at the point where you had established some boundaries. Mm -hmm. And then I think you sort of perpetuated that. Yes. The the rigidity you had known. Yep. Yep. You were back to like, well, I'm not going to be the one who 
gets pushed out. I right. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's a very rigid stance towards boundaries, just period. Right. And so obviously I adopted a very rigid stance towards boundaries. Well, I don't think it has to be obvious, though. I think um, conversely, you could have just as easily been like, whoa, those don't work. Sure. And just been like, whatever, you know, and not not held any right. boundaries. Right. Yes, yes. But that happens to be the position yeah. that you were yeah, in. Yeah, that's how my... So, so the question being like, how has your experience of boundaries or lack of boundaries informed like how you f- feel about them mm-hmm. and about setting them or not setting them? And where you currently are. And then what we are always wanting couples to find is their choice. So rather mm-hmm. than just reacting to, to the story from which you've come, as a couple, what do you want your relationship with boundaries to be like? As a family, what do you want your, you know, your family ethic around boundaries to be? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to try to find that choice. Um, so we aren't just reacting against, you know, what it has been like, but like, what, well, what do we want? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, th- I like what you said, because the idea, the idea of boundaries, particularly in a partnered relationship, is that you and your partner can both come with desires and expectations about what you want. Like, so for example, a desire and expectation about what you want relationships with your in-laws to be like, okay, great. Obviously there's probably going to be um, some difference in what you want that to look like. And then you and your partner collaborate together to say, this is, this is what I think we can do together. These are kind of our, our joint boundaries that we would like to set. And, and that's a conversation that you are having with one another, recognizing that you're both going to have to give and take a little bit um, in, in what that might look like. But I think what's important about that, because um, this is my own story, but I'm not a huge fan of feeling like we both have to compromise. Um, while I do think that's Be true. Be flexible and adapt. How about that? I just think it's important to know why. So, mm-hmm. um, or the hows maybe. So you think about Simone and Juliet again, and we'll go to the work one on this situation. And okay, Simone is the one that's working full time, right? Yes. <laughs> I was listening. Were you listening? I was listening. I don't I think she was. Say that. Um, I don't think you were listening. <laughs> so Simone is working outside of the house. Yeah. Juliet is saying, hey, I would like to have some clear understanding of what your yes. boundaries with work are. Yes. Well, they both could have any thousand number of stories about what growing up and work meant. Perhaps Simone in her house, work was everything to her parents. Or it could just be the opposite. Like money was tight. They didn't have a future. She didn't know where things were coming from. It Mm -hmm, it kind mm -hmm. of felt chaotic. And she really doesn't want that for her family. I think understanding how we came to the boundaries we have yeah, so why offers does, a ton of compassion. So why why does Simone, in a sense, quote unquote, push that boundary when it comes to work when Juliet is sitting there saying, hey, could you set some different boundaries with work? Yeah, it's not it, because Simone doesn't care about Juliet and doesn't care feelings. about her family mm-hmm. and she's trying to disrespect all of that. It just simply means that there is a fear. And she probably doesn't know that. Right. And and she feels that if I set this boundary with work, something negative is going to happen. And yes. I don't want that to be the case. Yes. Um, I think in the same way, Juliet likely feels the same. Yeah. Or in a relationship to her, to her parents. Well, I think even about work. Say more. That if 
um, again, where these are made up people, so it can be a made up story, but maybe her situation was she didn't have access to her parents. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were very focused on work or, um, or they weren't. Yeah. And they were very they, present when and engaged. They, came home, and when, they were done with work and yeah, they were I mean, really you, engaged. You talked a little about be. your family. My mom, when she left work at four, which could often be flexible, she was home. I had a hundred percent access to her. And when you used to come home, you know, five thirty ish, I already felt like I'd given an extra hour and a half of my life. Right. And I expected when you got home, like, so you're gonna be ready. Right. When you're gonna show up and it's gonna be Stephen's hundred percent shine present. Yes. I didn't shine. It often wasn't <laughs> the case. Um and you were tired and, and yeah. I, I just think our our stories always and impacting so that, how we are reading That's why our the boundary feels so important to Juliet because there's the, again there's a fear that if Simone you don't set the boundary in this way something's going to be lost. I'm going to be lost. I'm going to be our lost. Our family be lost. might mm-hmm. be. And so again the reason people want boundaries is so often because they want to connect. Don't you think that's entirely why? Yeah, I just have a hard time like being like uh, s- like one hundred percent definitive because I I don't know maybe 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 there's a unique case or something like that. But, I think yeah. the spectrum of boundaries though is there are healthy boundaries, there are rigid, too rigid boundaries, right. which I think is probably what you're addressing. Like, so someone who has too rigid of boundaries, it's not a hundred percent about connection; it's right. probably more fear based or right. driven. Right. And then there are people who have um, diffuse d- mm-hmm. boundaries, like there aren't. And it's kind of like, uh, it feels a little chaotic. There it is. Yes. Um, and again, that's also fear-based. So mm-hmm. I think what we're trying to get out of is, or what we're trying to get into actually, is what are your fears around boundaries so you can begin to find your choice yeah, and interact so- with them and share that with your partner so that they can they can see your either um, tendency towards rigidity or ch- tendency towards chaos with some compassion. And so the conversation that you're you're looking to have with your partner around boundaries is that what is the story? What are the things that inform your hesitation? The what because often and oftentimes there's a there's a fear there. And 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 to talk about that because that's that's um way more of a place of understanding. So for example, I I do have a tendency to set very rigid boundaries that don't feel like they're about connection. It just feels about being um, safe. Yeah. No, it's a, it's yeah, a, I no, used I mean, to say yeah. it's a reflex of no. And, and the thing for our, the conversation that- well, Aaron, and, and just to be fair, shocking to no one at this point, I'm sure I have a tendency of having chaotic boundaries. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. He said, mm-hmm. I feel like you said that too enthusiastically. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Aaron. <laughs> I heard you. you. You do. But, but I think so within that, and there's, there's reasons that th- those are the cases for us. We can have a better conversation about boundaries. If Aaron recognizes that the rigidity, although not healthy and not good, I'm not, I'm not supporting it. Not saying that I need to well, yeah, be able you, to do moved, that. Right. We've both moved towards center, but, but that is founded in a, a, a real fear for me, a, a, a place where I feel like if I don't set a rigid boundary, then I'll be taken advantage of, or um, my own personal safety or my emotional safety will be pressed in a way that I don't want to have happen. And I feel like if a boundary is forced upon me, or if I force a boundary, 
I feel very restricted and claustrophobic mm-hmm. and like I'm going to lose access to myself and um, your choice, you'll my lose choice, your choice, exactly. you'll lose mm-hmm. your ability to, you know, be empowered. And so if we know that or when we do, right. When, when, um, I, uh, since am, me is chaotic, you can say, huh, Aaron might be feeling a little unsafe. Right. And rather than being like, you know, why can't you just say you're going to do something and then do it and follow through? And why are we having this, you know, you're talking about the content. You're not really talking about what's happening and why that might be the case. Or so when instead Aaron you could say, like, well, well, I'm just kind of like, and when you feel like I'm being too rigid, it's not just like, you know, Steven doesn't care about people. He just wants to get tasks done. Like he, he's not, you know, um, being sensitive, whatever it might be. We can say like, or hey. I can say, Hey, something, it seems like something's important. What's going on? Right. Is, am right. I missing are you, something? Are you feeling, are you feeling, you know, worried about something or mm-hmm. anxious about something that's, that's causing you to kind of be a little more intense with this boundary. And I can say the same thing to you. Like, Hey, it seems like it's really hard for us to like, um, land. Yeah. Land on a decision or, or make a choice. Like, is, is there something going on? You know, is there, is there something that's making you um, afraid to do that or not want to do that? And, and in that you're, you're actually having a conversation about one another. Well, what we're doing is connecting. Right. Yeah. That is the connection we're both looking right. for. Right. You're not getting into this. You always do this. And why can't you just stand up to, you know, your employer or why can't, why do you let your parents do that? Like all of that stuff is really threatening, really condescending, really belittling and, and just gets everyone in a really defensive place. Oh, absolutely. It's the conversation shutdown. Yeah. I mean, a- immediately. Um, and sends everyone to their protective places. Uh, and it is how these conversations and, start to feel like dead ends. And what so, did you call it? Dead, end dead dialogue. end dialogues. Yes. Yeah. And, and so what you can then from that place, what can happen is so, you know, Aaron kind of comes to me and says, Hey, you seem like you're being really, you're, you're, you're having a really hard line here in this area. Are you feeling anxious about something? And I might be able to say, yes, uh, this is it. I, I might, you know, that just might help me pause and just back off a little bit. Then the conversation can be like, Hey, how can we do something that's going to help you feel safe and comfortable, but also not feel so rigid and, and so shut down? Like where is that movement towards center? Um, and that, and then in that you're having a conversation together about trying to support each other in the needs that are being expressed and how you're setting the boundary. Right. Um, so I can say the same thing to Aaron, like, Hey, it seems like it's really tough for you to, to land on something here. Like, what's the concern? What's the fear? Okay. Like what would be helpful? Like what would help you not feel that concerned or help you feel like you could make a decision? I think it's also really important. I think, so you and I've clearly done a lot of work around this and know a lot of these stories and honestly have these conversations on still. repeat still right it's, it's not like we've done a lot of work and it's never an issue it's like we've done a lot of work and so we kind of know how to have the conversation what, better what is it <laughs> what is it perfection's the enemy of growth I, I think we're not shooting for perfection that's it's not realistic right, right. what we are looking for is noticing growth um but i think what's important is most people don't know this so when steven and i can say this right here in the the past 10 minutes like oh yes and i know for me that right, that's right. taken a lot of work yeah so i think yeah. when we ask our partner like whoa this seems really important they don't know so if they say like i don't i don't really know they're not being defensive they're not being shut down yeah. they're not being 
contrary. Yeah, they might say, you know what's important is that we just stick to what we said. <laughs> or they might say, you know what's important is that you don't like Press box me. me into some kind of decision. That's what's important. Yeah, I mean, like I that's just how think that, that the, the slowing down and trying to have this conversation um, like right now when you're listening to a podcast, not when you're trying. I, I think we can't understand the these places yeah. in the moment. Yes, these are conversations yeah. that need to be understood in a, so, in a proactive way. So, so maybe maybe a practical thing that you can do. Think about your life, and think about some areas where you feel boundaries are um, a sticking point for you and your partner. Maybe it is around work. Maybe it is around in laws. Maybe it's around finances. Cell phones. Maybe it's around yeah technology use. Whatever it is, identify those for you. Identify your your top three, and then ask your partner to do the same thing. Ask them to to you know what what are the areas where you feel like I'm I'm always pressing the boundaries and and it's getting to you. Identify their top three, and then see if you got any crossover. You know, maybe you both put in-laws, maybe you both put work, maybe you both put technology, whatever it might be. And if you did, take that area and say, hey, can we have a conversation about it? Not When you're not in the heat of the moment, maybe it is useful to listen to a podcast like this and then have that conversation. But But try to be intentional about having the conversation outside of in the heat of the moment. Um, and maybe that's one way that you can you can get at that. Um, kind of do a little uh, partner self-assessment in terms of uh, really uh, tough boundary conversations that y'all have and try and have that in a different way by trying to understand like, hey, when it comes to this conversation, what is your hesitation in setting the boundary? And, and then what is the story that's informing that hesitation? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. like we've said a thousand times, understanding that place is what brings the compassion to ask more curious questions rather than those accusations. And maybe a, a question you can ask your partner is how do you experience me in the midst of this conversation? So how that would look is oftentimes when, you know, Aaron and I are having a conversation about boundaries in a, in a better way than not. Um, it, it is that, you know, Aaron might say like, you feel really rigid or I might say you feel a little um, kind of wish like back and forth, like it's hard to pin you down. And, and knowing that, knowing like, okay, that's how you're experiencing me. I, I didn't really know that. That can also help you maybe access, huh, why am I, what, wh why how, am I being that way? How, how did I come to be yeah, that way? Yeah, what, what is it that, that is making me f feel like I'm in that place or need to be in that place? And so uh, again, the, the, truth, the truth of the matter being, Boundaries are about connection. And we struggle to set boundaries oftentimes because we feel like if we do, it will result in disconnection. Or if we don't, if we, whichever direction we struggle. Right, right, right. Exactly. The more rigid or the, yes. And so what you're trying to do is have a conversation with your partner to understand your partner and for them to understand you so that you can feel connected and that you can then decide together, choose together what you want your boundaries to be as a unit. Today's show was produced by Aaron and Stephen Mitchell. If you're enjoying the podcast, please hit the follow button and leave us a rating. This helps our content become more visible to others who might enjoy it, and it lets us know how we can keep improving the show. And as always, we're grateful for you listening. 
Thanks so much for being with us here today on Couples Counseling for Parents. And remember, working on a healthy couple relationship is good parenting.